We're going to be talking about what you're willing to give up to deliver on your dreams. My name is Ade Hassan. I am the founder of a company called Nubian Skin. Now, looking back, what advice would you give to people listening who are distracted by their job but have a dream and want to make it happen? Ask yourself, do I really want this? Right? Like, just make it very clear. Like, do you want it? And if the answer is yes, then you just need to make a plan. Plot every single point along the way that you will need to get to where you want to go. So let's say you just need to register the company and then literally just put in your calendar, like fine, I'll research for um, next week and then the following week I'm gonna register the company and then just get moving. Our mission is to help 10 million people start and grow a business for free. We want nothing from you. In Pep Talk, we interview industry-leading experts from around the world who share actionable know-how and life lessons. That's why we're excited to partner with GoDaddy to power up Pep Talk. I've been using GoDaddy for years and would promote them on this podcast even if they didn't sponsor us. You can use their free website builder and start your online business at no cost and even get help these days with naming your business. For 40% off GoDaddy tools, click the link in the podcast notes below and use the code GDXPEPTALK. Welcome to the podcast today. Thank you so much for taking time out to share your knowledge with the audience today. We're going to be talking about what you're willing to give up to deliver on your dreams. And I know this is something you know a lot about. Perhaps we could kick off the podcast by you kindly telling the audience a little bit about yourself. Hi, um, well, thank you so much for having me. Uh, it's a pleasure to be here. Um, for those of you who are not familiar with me, my name is Ade, uh, Ade Hassan. I am the founder of a company called Nubian Skin. Um, and Nubian Skin is a very, very simple concept. It is multiple nudes or skin tones um, for people of color. So we're an underwear brand um, for men and women. We do lingerie, we do hosiery. Um, more basic underwear but essentially I could never find my own nude if I wanted a nude bra or some nude tights and I'd go into a shop they didn't have it and so I decided to create Nubian Skin to address that gap in the market and that's that's me in a nutshell. Well I can already tell you're very humble because it's Ade in the same MBE you know you um, you've been recognized <laughs> for your incredible work what you've done to help so many people and um, what was it like to get an MBE? You know what? It was a complete shock um, because I, it, it wasn't any, it was never something that was even in, on my radar. I sort of thought like, I don't know, you had to do something incredible or, you know, be friends with the prime minister or whatever to get an MBE. And um, I remember when I got the letter saying, um, or my sister actually got, opened the letter and told me about it um, and it said you have been nominated to receive an MBE for services to fashion just that line services to fashion was like I remember just bursting into tears because it's one thing to sort of like work on something and be working really hard on it and be you know sort of like <laughs> slogging away and then to get something so amazing um, for services to an industry that you work in was just phenomenal. I just listened to your TED talk and we'll put the link down below for anyone um, that wants to listen. I really was inspired by it. But you, you talk about this in, in the TED talk a little bit about how you, um, I guess there's an element of like, you're humble 
uh, every day you're scared is what you said in the TED talk, but every day you also feel like uh, going out there and you're, you're, you're making amazing things happen and it's so exciting. The two things go hand in hand. And when you uh, perhaps are working so hard, head down, you don't realize why you deserve that MBE, but you definitely do. You've helped so many people um, feel comfortable in their own skin. So um, I think that's pretty pretty amazing. So I, I think I'd like to start off, if, if we could, um, I want to know a little bit about your family and your background and how you got here. But before we do that, let's go straight to like, what did you give up to uh, achieve what you've achieved today? <laughs> well, um, I suppose, oh goodness, it's almost what are you still giving up, right? Um, I think entrepreneurship is entrepreneurship has the most amazing PR. I think people look at it and they're like, oh, this is glamorous and sexy and I can work for myself and I'll make loads of money. But as most entrepreneurs know, that isn't the case. Um, I mean, it, it is, you know, it is exciting and, you know, you can make money, but a lot of times you are just working really, really hard um, and things don't go the way that you think or success doesn't come as quickly as you want or success doesn't look like what you think success should look like. And so um, I think in my case, it's um, being an entrepreneur has been an incredible experience, but it has meant um, one, giving up a lot of peace of mind. I think when you do not work for yourself and when you don't have the worry of other people's salaries and livelihoods depending on you, there's a lot of freedom that comes with that, right? So you can, um, you know, you know that if you walk away from a job or if you decide that you want to do something else, there's there's a little bit less, um, I suppose, pain that goes into that decision. Um, and also it's, it's like you create something. So it's like a baby, um, it's like your child. And so you're always worried about it. Um, you're always working on it. You're never fully switching switching off. And, and that's a pretty big mental load to handle. So um, I'd say, um, you know, peace of mind, maybe especially at the beginning, work-life balance. I'm, I'm a bit better at it now than I was at the beginning. I wasn't, there was no balance at the beginning. Um, and um, yeah, I suppose just the, what's the right word? Um, I was thinking it's if like if you're not into risk. Go ahead. Sorry. No, sorry. I was going to help <laughs> I you because say... I, I feel the pain of what you're trying to describe. So I'm tempted to try and help describe it. But go on, yeah. you go ahead. So if you're not into uncertainty and risk, I wouldn't recommend becoming an entrepreneur because there is a lot of uncertainty and there is a lot of risk. And so um, I suppose that's giving up stability and um certainty well i think this is the um, considering we're a pro entrepreneur podcast i think we've literally every <laughs> single one of our listeners uh, highlighted why they shouldn't be one and actually you know what it's really important to talk about this because i think sometimes entrepreneurship is glamorized it is misrepresented mm. and so it is important perhaps to be like have informed consent of like what you're about to enter Absolutely. into you know like it's it is it is it is like um it is like waking up um in 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 the middle of the antarctic isn't it like and you're like what's going on um but 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 equally like i don't know but i've got a boat and i need to row right yeah just exactly row. and i'm sure there's fish underneath this ice if i can just figure out a way of digging through it but i i think it's um it's a really interesting point to kind of highlight because i i mean i'm 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 also you know someone that's always talking about like you should be your own boss at least once as an experience, mm. right? And if you position it as an experience, maybe it's not so intimidating. But something you said in your TED talk also struck me. You, you talked about how um, 
you know, you you know, you kind of a little bit describe what you just described in a minute. Ago. It was really hard. You gave up all this stuff, mm. but you know, f there was something magical that came from all that pain. Let's call it that. And and so talk about that for mm. a second. Yeah, um, and and I and I realise that that does sound a little bit negative talking about the the trials of being an entrepreneur, but it, it is good to be realistic about it. Um, but I am still an entrepreneur because there's opposites in everything, right? For every good, there's a bad, um, or for every bad, there's a good. And so um, for all of the sort of stress and the worry, there is also just like, you're creating something and that is amazing and powerful. Um, and one of the things that I feel very, very strongly about now is legacy. Um, and when you are an entrepreneur and when you start something that enables you to build your legacy, which is phenomenal, right? Like you get the choice in building in building something and creating something. And so for me, I would say um, doing that, literally making my mark on the world um, in a way that I get to determine is that is one of the biggest benefits of entrepreneurship. Um, so in my case, obviously with Nubian Skin, changing the industry, making it more inclusive is something that I will forever be proud of um, because I took the step to do that and create that. And, and, it, and it had, despite being a tiny business, it had a huge impact on the industry in general. And so um, I, you know, and when I speak to my team and sometimes, you know, when you sort of get wrapped up in things and wrapped up in the trials and then the team is like, oh, but I just love like the mission and the values. And you're like, oh my goodness, that's right. That is like, I built that. And so that's, um, I think that's something that you just can't, yeah, it's it's indescribable. So these pros and cons of being your own boss are, are again, they're not talked about enough. So I really like talking about this. And I think legacy, actually, when you said it, I got like a, my hair stood up in my arms. Like, because it, it's mm. something that I think is really hard to also articulate legacy. It's a very personal thing, isn't it? But that, and what you just said there, mm. I don't want the listeners to miss this, right? You said something I think is so core, what happens to entrepreneurs who have purpose is that, even if you're not the one that ends up dominating the world with your brand, mm. the fact that and the, the, you have done this, other brands will then copy you. Other brands will try to also help solve the problem. And even if you're not the one that ends up being the global brand that solves the problem, what affected you, what affects millions of people um, is being solved because you started a movement. And that is very powerful. Uh, and, and, and I think something people should remember. That's why I always say to people, share your ideas, for example, because if you're not going to do it, someone else might. Mm -hmm. And then whatever that idea is meant to solve, the problem you feel passionate about will happen, right? So that's the most important thing. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. If this podcast is inspiring you to start or grow a business, then I recommend you use Taylor Brands. They are our sponsor for this podcast and they help you not only craft a brand, but design merchandise and so much more. In the last year, I've used this site for every single one of my businesses. I couldn't recommend them more. And we've even negotiated a 40% off discount code for you. Just use PEP, P-E-P, when using their website to make your booking. Now, let's get back to the podcast. And how did you find this purpose for yourself? I know, I know. Again, you, you talked about it in the TED talk, so I don't want to. Um, people can go watch the TED talk, but I, I'm really interested in. In you know, you mentioned it was a personal feeling, but since the TED talk was five years old, you probably had time to reflect on it. Do you think it was part of your upbringing really made a difference? Because of course, you mentioned you know your upbringing was quite inclusive. Actually, you know, you didn't necessarily mm. feel out of place. Um, and maybe talk yeah. about that a little bit. Do you think when you review even deeper where you, where these ideas come from, it's come from your upbringing? 
Um, I think the specific idea, right, the idea of I want a nude bra came from my personal experience in that I was going into places and um, wanting this product and it just didn't exist. You know, and I was like, well, there's literally hundreds of millions of people that, I mean, probably billions, right, who have dark skin. Like, why, why, <laughs> why doesn't this exist? Um, and uh, when it comes to, I suppose, so that's that's the specific concept of Nubian skin. That's how that arose, was of a personal need. Um, but being an entrepreneur in general um, and sort of feeling like I was worthy of or I deserved to have a product that catered to me, um, I think that was definitely influenced by my upbringing. Both my parents are entrepreneurs. And I mean, when you talk about legacy, especially with my father, he works in healthcare, his um he should do this he should do this podcast right like he's like his legacy and the work that he's done for healthcare in Nigeria is like wow right and so and my mum's been a successful entrepreneur and so seeing that has definitely um influenced me to want to be an entrepreneur to want to do you know want to make changes in the world to want to leave an impact on the world um and then I grew up in a lot of different places. I grew up in, in the UK, we lived in Saudi Arabia, we lived in Nigeria for um, some pivotal moments of my life in the US as well. And so in Nigeria, it was a very interesting experience as a black person, as a black woman, to be somewhere where race is a non-issue because everybody looks like you. So the experience that you would have, you know, being in a country where most people are white, is the experience I was living because everybody was black. And so um, it was, you know, you just feel like, I mean, everything is a, like, looks like you, is made for you. Um, and I think that's also really powerful, actually. Um, not having to compromise and not having to feel like you are other, but just being yourself completely. Um, and that gives us very specific kind of confidence, um, which also then enabled me to go like, well, you know, screw it if nobody's doing it for me i'm going to make sure it happens because i deserve it mm. and yeah like again like you said in, in the ted talk you grew up in nigeria so you know the top politicians uh, you know all look like you the doctors and um you know lawyers all look like you and so you know that 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 it's funny i had a, i had a kind of the opposite experience i lived in england for 22 years grew up here um and of course felt generally like i, I fitted in and then i moved to hong kong and Asia and it was quite interesting to suddenly be the other you know it was it was definitely um, a humbling experience where you felt like you couldn't I, I spent 20 years there so eventually I did break in but you feel like you you're not part of the inner circle you know like there's there's, there's things you're just not included in the, the way everything is done is just not really designed to include you and and um, yeah it's, it's, it's actually a very humbling experience to, to experience that I think it kind of grounds you doesn't it I feel like it's probably a big part of your company culture, for example. Yeah, um, I mean, because I think it, there's, 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 yeah, being uh, some an other in different scenarios is, is very nuanced. So, like, you know, my or you know, I think black people's experience in a predominantly white country would probably be very different from your experience as a white person in a predominantly Asian company um, or country. But as far as um, knowing what it feels like to be home um in quotations is definitely something that bleeds into the ethos of nubian skin like we and that's something that i'm so proud of and that i just love is the feeling of welcome and being included 
um, every on basically every shoot that we're on is it feels like coming in for a hug like the models are all like we want to shoot with Nubian skin it just like the vibe is so amazing because it's just in our DNA that we're like if you are here we are celebrating you um, and I love that and when we do events and when we've done pop-ups that's the vibe and it's just oh it's such a beautiful thing like I wish I could bottle it um, because I always say if you ever no matter what you look like if you want to feel good about yourself come to a Nubian skin shoot like it's just phenomenal I remember being eight and a half months pregnant and feeling like an absolute whale and my the, the whole like the models and the photographer I was doing a shoot um for a campaign which eventually won um a TFL competition but they were all like no 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 you've got to get in something and like you know get in front of the camera and I was like absolutely not like mm-hmm. I'm I'm the person behind the camera I don't do that and it was really lovely to be on that side and be vulnerable in that way but feel completely embraced by like love and good vibes I mean oh I could go on about this forever, but yes, that is something that I'm super proud of and it's woven into DNA of Nubian skin and it's all about being welcome and feeling home. I love that. I absolutely love that. And to be honest, um, if you sold tickets to this experience, I think you could sell a lot of tickets. The way you describe it, I'm literally like, how, how can I get an invite to this? This, is, this I got, really sounds um, sounds amazing. I wanted to ask you, um, again, I'm taking these questions from your TED Talk, I, you know, what you described there, I wanted to know more. Um, what advice would you give to people listening who are distracted by their job? There's something you're talking in your TED Talk about how you got distracted a few times by your very well-paid, very high-profile, um, you know, role in, in finance you know so how how you know you got distracted but you know, looking back what advice would you give to people listening who are distracted by their job but have a dream and want to make it happen what, what what's your view now right. looking back i think one very very much ask yourself do i really want this right like just make it very clear like do you want it and if the answer is yes then you just need to make a plan. And you can make several plans because I think sometimes we feel like we need to make a plan and then if things don't go according to that plan, we're like, oh, well, all hope is lost. And then we sort of like, you know, feel like it didn't, it didn't work out. I think actually make multiple plans, but plot where you want to be. So let's say you want to go part-time maybe and you want to sort of have like something small running on the side, um, or maybe you want to go like full-time all bells and like, you know, like you want to fundraise, you want to um, start this new, amazing tech company just plot the end point and then so that's like that's that's one end and then plot where you are now which could be maybe you've done some research it could be literally you have nothing but then literally and I I give this advice to um to everybody who who asks plot every single point along the way that you will need to get to where you want to go just plot it all out and then break it up into tiny little segments. So no matter what you want the company to look like at the end, you know that you've got to start somewhere. So let's say you just need to register the company. Literally one segment is figure out how to register a company in your location, if you're in the UK, the US, wherever. Um, And then, so do the research and then literally just put in your calendar, like fine, I'll research for um, next week. And then the following week, I'm gonna register the company or I'm gonna get in touch with some lawyers who can register the company or whatever you want to do. And literally break down every single milestone and then break down every little task that you'll have to do to get to that milestone. And then just start putting one foot in step in front of the other. Obviously, you know the end goal, 
but literally just do the one thing, just the one thing you need to do for that day or that week, and then just get moving. Mm. Great tips. I, I think another thing I, I, I take from, again, listening to your TED Talk that I think might help the audience is, uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, just my interpretation of what you said. You, you know, you talked about how mm. you told a friend about your idea and she loved mm. it. And then you went back into your corporate life and got distracted. And then she sent you a note one day um, saying, I cannot wait to see you on the front of, I think it was Forbes or one of, the, you know, one of these mm. magazines. And, and, it, and it sparked you. Now, I guess the lesson I took from that, that story was that if you go and tell your closest friends you're doing it, they, um, mm. they, will, they will encourage you and support you and, and help you keep your dreams alive and not get distracted. Do you think that's a fair sum up of your experience? Yeah, I think it's, I, I actually didn't tell very many people at all, but I did tell some key people. And I think that's, you've got to strike that balance because I think sometimes you can overshare. And as an entrepreneur, there will always be people who are um, doubters, right? Like the, the, like entrepreneurship just isn't their thing and they don't get why you would leave a stable job to do something crazy. So I don't think you necessarily need to overshare to the point where you have people who are negative or doubters who are going to like kind of like dampen your dreams. But I think if you know if there are people who are your natural cheerleaders, um, you know, if you've got a small circle, I think you can tell them. And for me, that was uh, my mum, my sister and, and my friend Mira, who um, who sent me the card. But yeah, I think if there are people who you trust and who are people that, you know, really, really sort of like cheer you on share with them because they will they'll want to see you fly right and if it's something that they can see that you're truly passionate and um excited about then they will they'll sort of help push you gently, mm, gently. <laughs> but they'll help push you i like that you mentioned earlier about um not having balance when you first started the business and then now kind mm. of gaining it I'm, I'm i'm assuming motherhood helps with this in a way you have to readjust <laughs> right yeah. um but how, how did you how do you get balance if there's such a thing does it even exist yeah, I, I, I think it's interesting because people talk about balance and I and I think, and this is my personal opinion, I don't know that balance, like perfect balance exists. I think that you can, there are times where you can feel like you're in a little bit better control. And there are times where you're just like getting things done and you're dealing with the consequences later. At least that's been my experience. And so um, at the beginning, I didn't know anything and I was learning. Um, I think sometimes you know, if we want to use the word balance, it comes from also just knowledge and experience because maybe you're not going to fly off the handle when something goes wrong just because you kind of know that you can deal with it and you've dealt with it before. Um, motherhood has been an amazing experience for me, but also a really interesting one because I started, uh, I had my son six weeks before the pandemic began and I had him, thought I'd be able to take it easy, then had to furlough my staff and then was doing every single role. Um, again, it was like starting all over again while handling a newborn. And so then for the, for about nine months, there was no balance again. Um, and then I dealt with the consequences of that later when you sort of burn out majorly. But um, now I'm in a point where my team is sort of is solid. Um, and I think when it comes to finding balance, having a supportive team, finding the right people is crucial. Um, I can say that I'm definitely in the best space I've ever been um, when it comes to being able to delegate and feel like I can take a breath because I have a strong team. I think hiring um, the right team and having the right support system around you is vital, um, at least for me, for finding balance, because then you feel like you can trust people and you can delegate 
and that just gives you a little bit more room to maneuver and to breathe and be creative. Perfect. Yeah. You uh, you said uh, again. I'm referencing the TED talk so much today. People don't need to listen to it now because I've <laughs> talked about it so much. But but they they please do watch it. It's it's a really good TED talk. It's down below. It's one of those gems you find. You realise that it should should have tens of millions of views. I think it's so good. It's one of those <laughs> things that's just a gem. But you said in there, you know, like having a business, like uh, um, having a baby that you can't give back. And the truth is, and as a mother, mm. you'll know. And I've got a four and a half year old myself. Once you actually have a baby, you wouldn't want to give it back. I think that's, you know, it's, mm. it's, it comes with some pain, but, you know, it, <laughs> you, you learn unconditional love. You know, there's things that are just unbelievably special and about having a child, having a baby. Um, but I'm, I'm sure, you know, I think the other thing you mentioned, just going to recap, you know, going over the podcast quickly, giving up peace of mind is a really interesting point you mentioned there. I think, again, I don't know what your experience is just to sum up the podcast, but I, I have more peace of mind knowing what's happening with my business and knowing, you know, no one can fire me, you know, like only me, only me can fire mm. me. Uh, and there's something interesting in that freedom, right? Peace of mind starts off being, as you say, worrying about your staff and worrying. But once you've got it under control, you actually have more peace of mind. I agree to an extent. <laughs> and I think that's also just where I am in my journey as an entrepreneur, right? And where my I am in my journey um, having a business. I think the peace of mind of knowing that you control your destiny is brilliant. I can be quite anxious. And so I worry a lot, even if I don't need to worry. And so that's when you've got a business and you've got people, then obviously you, you naturally worry. But um, I do think as far as it comes to, as far as, controlling your destiny and being in control of what happens and yeah absolutely um being an entrepreneur um when you know especially if things are going well is that is um yeah it's amazing but being aware of it um, knowing the pros and cons, do a list for yourself because it is a very personal experience, isn't it? As you say, look, I, I, mm. I, I want to thank you for joining the podcast and sharing your knowledge. We're going to run a competition, folks. Um, uh, uh, luckily, Ada's offered a one-hour mentorship. Uh, with herself which I think is an amazing prize and all you have to do is um, go on social media Instagram and post up a picture of uh, any picture that makes is you feeling comfortable in your own skin and and tag uh, tag us and 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 we'll pick one winner to have mentorship so thank you so much for offering that mentorship and for coming on the podcast and sharing your knowledge and for being so open about your journey and for doing amazing things to empower people thank you well, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for listening to Pep Talk. We hope you enjoyed it. Don't forget to follow The Purposeful Project on all our social media channels where we're giving away even more free business secrets and entrepreneurial value. Again, we'd like to thank our sponsor, GoDaddy, for powering this podcast. From naming a business to buying a domain name to building your website for free, GoDaddy has you covered. For 40% off GoDaddy tools, click the link in the podcast note below and use the code GDXPEPTALK. See you next time, entrepreneurs. And remember, you're not alone.